there are three primary values of going to university. One is the brand. The second thing is the network. So that's the second value. And the third value is a bit more vague, which is learning how to learn. My name is Ish Bade, and I'm the founder and CEO of Virtually. And this is Reshaping Education, where we discuss boot camps, online education, and how the internet is changing how we learn. Hey, everybody. Ish here, joined by Kai Neo, founder and CEO of Rocket Academy. Kai, so great to have you on the podcast today. Would you be able to introduce yourself real quick? Yes, my name is Kai. I'm the founder and CEO at Rocket Academy. Rocket Academy is an online coding bootcamp based in Singapore, but teaching internationally. We aim to be an elite coding bootcamp internationally. Yeah, and in reshaping listeners, Kai and I were just chatting about international bootcamps right before this. And actually, Kai and I have a very interesting commonality, which is that we both uh, interned at Facebook for two summers before hopping on the entrepreneurial path. And so both of us interned at Facebook, started our own companies, and that was a very funny coincidence. And so what I'm now curious about is, Kai, is from the time that you left Facebook, you started about, you talked about your very first job in software engineering. Walk us through that journey from uh, New to Health all the way to founding Rocket Academy. Yeah. Mm, the reason why I wanted to join a startup when I graduated from college was I wanted to get exposure to different aspects of the business beyond software engineering. I wanted to see how different teams worked, companies were structured. And luckily at New Health, I, I received some great mentorship. The engineering team was about 20 people at the time when I joined. And, and, and part of the reason why I really wanted to join is during the interview process, I noticed that the, the engineers that interviewed me asked tough, but also insightful questions. And I learned, got to work on a variety of projects. So I was working there and learned a lot from the team there. After Nuna Health, I, I realized I wanted to move back to Singapore to be closer to family and try out a couple of different things in startup land and in different startup ideas in healthcare at first. And then I uh, went to work at a friend's company in Indonesia to, to, to learn about the market and work with this friend and ultimately stumbled upon Rocket Academy, the, the idea for online coding boot camps in late 2019. Yeah. And Kai, one thing we've talked a lot about on Reshaping Education is the history of coding boot camps. So we've, we've traced it back. We've talked to a lot of boot camp founders and leaders in educational companies. We've traced it back really to 2011 is when the evolution really kicks off. That's when Dev Bootcamp launches and announces its first cohort. From that first cohort, spit out three very impactful boot camps, which are HackBright, Hack Reactor, and App Academy. And from 2012, there's this kind of this explosion of boot camps. People realize that universities have done a credit job in terms of delivering student job placements. And, and one of the big breakthrough moments with boot camps is this idea of creating education without the fluff. It's something that helps people land jobs. And it really takes over North America in a big way. In 2017, we see Lambda School launch. Tell us about now, now, I guess the bootcamp market is quite, quite a bit more developed. Tell us about Rocket Academy's unique approach to training software engineers and what you feel like your program does differently than some of the other bootcamps out there. Yeah, I think for us, it's really, I might just summarize into three points here. The first point is selectivity, which is that, hey, we recognize that one of the big factors that determine how successful someone is after a bootcamp is their aptitude and their experiences before the bootcamp. 
so yes, we train them for three, most boot camps train for somewhere anywhere between three to six months if you're a full-time student. But there's some things that if people come in as, for example, someone who's really, to simplify it, good, they're going to do well almost regardless of, of which bootcamp they go to, right? If you have someone who's really smart and can already do the stuff. And so with Rocket Academy, what we, what we aim to do is build a brand that can attract some of the top students and have selective admissions. And we're not screening for people's GPA. We're not screening for pe- what companies, whether they worked at a famous company or famous school before. What we're screening for is coding aptitude and communication skills. Because those are the two aspects that we have determined so far have been the most important to employers in terms of someone being able to do well in the job. And communication skills are at least 50% of what they're looking for, being able to communicate their decisions, the trade-offs, what they're trying to do with their projects. So that's the first thing that I think is, is, is crucial to Rocket Academy is that selectivity in our bootcamp course. And we do that by having an introductory prep course where, where students go through as a form for both sides, the student and the school to see whether it's a good fit before we accept them into our bootcamp course. So that's the first thing, selectivity. The second thing is really about being a marketplace. And so this is, our, this is how we plan to bring in expertise from outside to be able to guide our students. So the way it works is that Rocket Academy has an internal team of curriculum, uh, a curriculum team that develops this standard curriculum for everyone, which is vetted and agreed upon to be the, the high quality and the standard curriculum that will get people the foundations to be a software engineer. What does this include? This includes app development and algorithms. Right? App development, you're, you're, we use right, React on the front end, we use Express, Postgres on the back end, so full stack JavaScript to keep things simple for the students and algorithms so they learn those computer science topics that they need to succeed in coding interviews. And so that's the core curriculum, but the, the point is that Rocket Academy is a marketplace where we provide this core curriculum, students plug into the marketplace, and we have experienced software engineers from industry who are coming, who want to give back, who teach with Rocket Academy as well using our provided curriculum. So that's how we plan to scale, is get students and software engineers from industry to teach and learn from each other. The third point of differentiation really is community. Because uh, we realize that going to school, you know, the, the, the concepts that we learn at, at school, all the universities we go to, even the, most of the boot camps that we go to, the concepts that we learn are not so different. Most of the software engineering schools, they'll, they'll teach app development as well, using similar concepts like React and Express and even SQL backends as well, or, or NoSQL backends. And I think what differentiates top schools in general, universities as well, is the quality of their communities. And so we want to, and this goes back to the selectivity points as well as the marketplace by bringing in experienced software engineers to teach, to be section leaders for small groups of students, is that we want to make sure that the caliber and quality of the student community and the alumni community is strong so as to build this flywheel to attract more top students, help Rocket Academy shine and, and grow the brand like that. So if that makes sense, the three, three areas were selectivity, marketplace, and community. Yeah. In the, in the first place I want to maybe narrow in is like coding aptitude that you talked about. How do you vet for coding aptitude for people who presumably never coded before? Yeah, that's why we have our introductory prep course. It's not a short course. It's six weeks part-time, so people don't have to quit their jobs to do it. It has been free, uh, and it still is free from Rocket Academy, so it's something we do primarily for lead generation, but hopefully to get people interested in coding. And uh, we're going to start charging cost price for it in 
August this year because we feel like, okay, we've generated enough demand and now we need to start uh, driving towards sustainability on that course. And so through that course, students learn all the basic fundamentals of coding, right? It goes from variables, functions, loops, conditionals, and all of those, and, and simple data structures like arrays and hash tables. And they use that fundamental building blocks of coding in order to build simple games. The final project is a game of blackjack that they have to code because blackjack involves a lot of game logic that doesn't require network requests. So uh, it's relatively self-contained and it's a good opportunity for students to get a sense of what it's like to work as a software engineer, not to work as a software engineer, but to, to build and build some software. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. And I guess one of the things I'm curious about is what is the demographic of people that are attracted to coding bootcamp model? I'm curious, like of the people that go through Rocket Academy, uh, is there, uh, do you see a pattern in terms of their background, in terms of their stage of career? Absolutely. Yeah, the typical students at Rock Academy are between 25 to 35. Of course, we do have students who are younger and older, but, but the general uh, age group is, is roughly 25 to 35. And these are people who are anywhere. Most of them are university grants, although uh, we do have a handful of people who are pre-university that want to get ahead. And most people are anywhere between zero to 10 years out of college. They've studied everything other than computer science. Like literally all other majors, there's some, pretty much it feels like there's someone. And we have people from niche backgrounds as well. As people worked as chefs before, people worked as horse racing, racers, jockeys before. We have people who've been professional gamers before. And so really it's a wide variety. And the common thread is that they see that tech, as, as we know, is transforming many industries. And the common thread is that they want to get into this tech industry and they realize that they like the idea of building products for others. And that's where software engineering comes in and that's where Rocket Academy can help them. And I spend now years interviewing various guests in the education space about this very topic. And we've often talked about boot camps as being as a replacement for higher ed and college. And, and now looking back, what's really interesting is a pattern that I'm starting to see is that while we've always talked about how much better boot camps is better than higher education compared to college. One of the things that I've always loved about boot camps is the fact that they teach relevant industry skills from experts within a fraction of the time of college for a fraction of the cost. It just seems better all around. But fundamentally, when you look at it, still the people who are going through boot camps aren't university age students. They're generally people who have university degrees, have already done college or post-college age and are using boot camps as a method to rescale rather than get their primary education. And, and I'm just curious, why do you think that is? Yeah, that's a great question. It's something that Rocket Academy has also been thinking about because we recognize that, hey, the number of people that are going to university is much higher than the number of people that are going to post-university courses, boot camps included. And I think part of the reason for that is branding. And, and this is something that I share with people who are about to go to university as well. I, 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 I mentioned, and this is my personal perspective, that there are three primary values of going to university. One is the brand, right? Because if you go to a university with a good brand, and this applies to all schools in general, by the way, not just university, it could apply to high school, could apply to boot camps. If you go to a school with a strong brand, people give you the benefit of the doubt if you're an alum, alumnus of that, that school, because they think that, okay, you are able to get into this school 
therefore you must be not so bad. I might as well give you an interview or a meeting or they'll give you the benefit of the doubt. All right, so that's the first thing, brand, that, that regardless of what level of school, high school, university, or, or bootcamp, and generally the more selective the school is, the, 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 the more benefit of the doubt people will give you, generally speaking. The second thing is the network. Uh, so when we go to university, we want uh, part of the value of the university is a long-term network, which is that, okay, I know if I go to a good um, school, then the peers will be, will be movers and shakers and there'll be people that I can identify with and, and potentially work with in the future. So that's the second value. And the third value is a bit more vague, which is learning how to learn. So in university, we might learn things like you might have to read a lot of stuff, even if you might not use it afterward. You might have to read a lot of stuff. You'd have to figure out problem sets if you're working in a technical, if you're in a technical area. And so uh, that learning how to learn is helpful. For example, I don't know how much it's, it's applied to like skimming information on Google when you're doing software engineering afterward, which, uh, and so that's one of those. And so that's why I believe people still continue to go to university because the brand and the network, especially, I think those are valuable and employers perceive that. Employers still value those things. That said, what I'm trying to do at Rocket Academy is build up those three things, brand, network, learning how to learn, so that Rocket Academy can be attractive even to people who are considering Rocket Academy versus university. And what's absolutely fascinating is that when you actually look at the NPS for colleges and universities, it's actually quite high. But when you dig into it, what's really fascinating is that almost every person who loves college, you dig in and understand why they love college, it almost never has to do with the education. It almost always has everything to do with the experience, the social side of things, the friendships they made, the networks they built, the, pro- the extracurriculars they were a part of. And what, what I think that what that tells me is that the fact that these universities, they're not very good at delivering on their promise when it comes to the actual job placements and the statistics speak for themselves. Boot camps do much better, but it's, it's that social experience, this societal expectation for you to go to college, which is really driving that business right now. But I think if there's a way that boot camps can replicate that, and it's going to take some time, it may take a few generations then I think there's a huge opportunity for disruption. At one point, I was thinking about whether we should teach humanities, uh, right, to, to, to give, yeah. And I feel like people wouldn't necessarily pay for that. Yeah, ultimately, this is why boot camps work is because like in college, people aren't necessarily look, as much as they say that their primary motive is to get jobs, a, part, a huge part of it is the experience. And yes, I, I have a whole spiel of that holistic education. We don't have to get into that. But I think ultimately the reason that post-graduation that people look for these shorter pr- programs like boot camps is because it's like, look, they're not looking for that social experience. They're not looking to develop it into adults like they might be in college. They're just looking to get a job. That like job outcomes matter so much, especially when you spent a few years in industry and you realize either you very much dislike what you're doing or, hey, like you just, you're not getting the income that you need to live a comfortable life. That's when boot camps start to make a lot more sense because it's like, look, I'm not doing this for to make friends. I'm not doing this to build a network. I just want a high paying job, and I, technology allows me that gateway to be able to do that. So it seems like people care a lot more about job outcomes in that post graduation stage, which is why that demographic seems to be drawn to boot camps. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
For sure. People have already, who've already spent four years in university, they, want, they don't want to waste time. They want to, they want to do it efficiently. Yeah. They want outcomes. Exactly. Now, one, one quick uh, detour that I want to take right now is talking about the business model that powers bootcamp. So, because we know that there's been some transformation going on in the landscape. So back in, I think it was probably 2013, 2014, that we saw the first emergence of the ISA in the kind of a bootcamp model, the App Academy. Lambda School in 2017 really popularizes the model. From 2017 to nearly 2021, we see a huge explosion of boot camps leveraging the ISA model. I'm curious to hear about your take of the ISA model versus charging up front versus outcome-based loans versus all of the other ways that boot camps can charge students. Yeah, for sure. ISA is really attractive to students. I don't think anyone doubts that. Rocket Academy does not offer ISAs. And I think a big reason for that is we felt like cash flow is important. And we, I was just scared of trying to collect money from people after they graduate. And I felt like I didn't want to be trying to chase people down. And I was a bit worried about that. Luckily, the students, especially the earlier students who took a chance on Rocket Academy when we started, they were willing to pay up front. And that, that allowed us to get started. And we're still operating on a pay up front model. We are partnering with Spy Now, Pay Later providers such as Atomi to offer installment plans for our students. And we hope to continue to do that to alleviate the financial cost, upfront costs for our students. Yeah. And, and it, it seems like that seems to be trend across the board for boot camps. I think the ones that have offered ISAs are moving away from the model. And the ones who have always charged upfront are continuing to doing that. I guess there, there aren't that many other ways you can do this. And yeah, I think at the end of the day, the differentiation comes down to how good of a school can we be. Yeah. So let's talk about that. The student experience. I think that's fundamentally what makes a school truly unique is how efficiently you can deliver your curriculum and ultimately deliver on that promise in terms of helping students land jobs. So one of the things I'd be curious about is walk us through Rocket Academy's program. What does the student experience look like on a week-to-week basis? And specifically, I guess I'm curious from the student engagement perspective is how do you ensure that students stay engaged? I think that's one thing that's particularly difficult, especially as the past few years, a lot of programs have moved online and it's harder to gauge that engagement in a total virtual setting. Yeah. So right now what we do is we operate on a flipped classroom model. And so we try not to, <laughs> we try to have all the lectures and the content and the exercises all pre-recorded so that students can review them beforehand. And so the, the way it works is we currently have a four-month full-time boot camp or eight months part-time. It's the same course. It's just the part-time one is stretched over multiple, uh, a longer period. The full-time course, they meet four days a week and they're expected to do at least 40 hours of work per week. And the part-time is half that. They meet two times a week and they're expected to do 20 hours of work per week. And the way the schedule works on a daily basis is that students are assigned pre-class material. So they're expected to go through whatever videos or exercises or reading that they need to do for the topics for that day's class. For example, if they're learning about React, they'll have to learn about you know, components and props and those kinds of things before class. During class, there will be, there will be an in-class uh, session where the section leader, who is usually a software engineer from industry, will review the topics and they might work on some exercises together during class related to that pre-reading that they did. And the class time is usually, it's like a section or a lab where a tutorial different places call it different things, but it's roughly two hours. 
And then after class is when they break out, they're either working individually in groups on a post-class exercise or a project. So it's, it alternates. Generally, it's roughly two weeks of learning new content and then two weeks-ish of project time where students get to summarize all that content and build a project. So the, during the four-month bootcamp, they build four projects during the course where we start with front-end, then they work on full-stack, which incorporates Firebase to, to bootstrap the back-end. And then on the third month, they learn back-end, which is the Express and SQL. And then the fourth month, is their capstone project where they're encouraged to learn and work with new technologies. And so going back to the student experience on day-to-day, they review stuff before class. During class, they do some exercises. After class, they can work individually or with peers to get their exercises and projects done. Yeah. And, and I guess walk me through how the team at Rocket Academy is continually tracking engagement. I think one of the things that we see is that uh, a lot of organizations out there, especially boot camps and online schools, they have a hard time grasping student engagement. They have a hard time figuring out, hey, how are students progressing through the program and which are the ones that need additional support? How do you guys think about this? Yeah, right now it's pretty manual in the sense that so we have about 10, we have about 100 students in our bootcamp right now. We have about 10 section leaders who are software engineers from industry who are helping to guide these students through the curriculum that Rocket Academy has developed. And we have almost like scrums, weekly scrums with this cohort of section leaders who, and, and during those scrums in, in smaller groups, and they'll share about how things were going that week. Are there any students we should pay attention to? And the, uh, currently it's our head of operations, Fung and his team who are helping to oversee the section leaders and make sure that the students are doing okay. As we grow, one of our hypotheses is that we'll be able to develop software to be able to better do automated tracking, such as things like, okay, for example, we use Zoom to teach, right? And when a section leaders are with their students in Zoom, Zoom is, so the Zoom API is able to provide analytics like, hey, our students you know, how many people are talking? Was there engagement? Did the class start on time or did the meeting start on time? Right, these kinds of analytics to help us determine whether classes are going okay or not. So we hope to automate more of that over time. Yeah. Okay, this is really fascinating. So you're essentially saying that the size that you are right now, the instructors have a good sense of which students are engaged or not. Yeah, we maintain a one to 10 teacher-student ratio because we believe that it's important for our instructors to ha- keep tabs on students and for students to have someone to always have to have someone to ask when they get stuck. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty remarkable. That's a terrific ratio. And then it sounds like as you guys start to scale, you're going to be building in systems and automations to ensure that, that you're able to automatically detect when students are at risk. And why is that important? Why is that something that you need to, you need to build out? Yeah, I think that's important for Rocket Academy to make sure that every student has a great experience. I think we could try to continue to do things manually, but then we run into, I mean, with, when you have more humans, then you run into more complexity. And if we can, as a company, if we can track those things in a digital way, I think that will allow us to standardize the quality for our students, better standardize the quality for our students across the board. Yeah, and that's something that I absolutely love about boot camps is that they're always innovating in terms of that student experience and they care. They care about students having great experience. You don't always see that at university. Students are our customers, so yeah. we have to. You're so close to the, the students and ultimately giving that student a great experience is going to make sure they land a job. And then also that drives the word of mouth. 
which is going to drive the next class of students to come to Rocket Academy. And it's this flywheel effect. So that's terrific to hear. Now, you talked about, obviously, how you're detecting that students are disengaged. You talked about attendance, in-class engagement. Are there other metrics that are important for Rocket Academy to be tracking? I think the, what do you call it, baseline or the bottom line metric that we're tracking is whether students are able to complete their projects. I mentioned earlier, we have four projects during the full-time and part-time courses, a bootcamp course. And if, for example, if a student fails to complete a project, like that's a very big red flag. And, and we need to fix that for the student's next project that they're unable to complete two projects in a row. Unfortunately, they're not able to continue. Rocket Academy is not allowed, able to allow them to continue in the course. But even before they, they, anyone fails any project, our section leaders are always on. We have those weekly check-ins with the section leaders and, and we try and make sure that we're providing the support. The students who are struggling are able to get the help that they need. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's absolutely terrific. Kai, as we reach the end of our conversation, how can Reshaping Education listeners learn more about Rocket Academy and keep up with you on social media? Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Rocket Academy, you know, our website is rocketacademy.co and you can find us on the social media channels like Instagram and we're also on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. Yeah. Awesome. Kai, thank you so much for coming on. This was an absolute blast and we hope to talk to you soon. Thanks, Ish. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed that episode, would really appreciate a review or a subscribe on the podcast player of your choice. It really helps us get the word out. With that, this is Ish signing off.